You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on Public Radio, KUNV 91.5. The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you hear do not represent the views of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, my name is Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. And you're listening to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. For all the beautiful entrepreneurs out there, this is for you. Good. Happy Saturday morning, Las Vegas. Well, good morning, Las Vegas. That's what Rhonda would say. Hey, this is Leah Crawford. I am the host of the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. Today, I have a special uh, guest with me um, as a host. Mr. West Knight. Mr. West Knight is in the building with me. He's going to be hosting the show with me. And me and him are going to talk through because we have another very special person in here with us, Mr. Marcus Allen. So Marcus is, I guess, one of the most creative people I know. Um, He has a barber college, barber shops, motorcycle club, you name it. He's doing it. Amazing person. Awesome personality. Uh, Marcus, say hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. This say is Marcus Allen. Marcus, Marcus Allen. And Wes, okay, you finally made it in here with me. Hey, Wes. Hey, yo. Hey. How you doing that, Wes? I know, Marcus. I know me and you talked before. I mean, we talk all the time. But for everyone that doesn't know you, who is Marcus Allen? Who we? Who is, who Marcus, is Marcus Allen? Allen? <clears throat> well, Marcus Allen is a native of Las Vegas, Nevada. Been here um, 52 years now. <laughs> <laughs> Say all of them, huh? All 52, huh? All 52 all years. 50. Well, you lived somewhere else for a minute, though, when you went to Barber College. Live? Well, you visit. Uh, visit. <laughs> <laughs> Extended visit. Just a visit. Just a visit. Okay. Just a visit. All right. My home is Las Vegas, and I love Las Vegas. Las Vegas has been very good and been a very blessing to me. Um, I grew up in the West Las Vegas. And, on the west side, um, yeah, the West Las Vegas. We we didn't have we didn't have to do Summerlands and the lakes and the lake desert shores and all this new neighborhoods and um, parts of Las Vegas. We didn't have that. We just had Las Vegas, North Las Vegas, West Las Vegas, and downtown Las Vegas. Got it, got so, it. In the Strip, of course, the Strip. And the Strip, right? Yeah. So growing up, so you've seen a change. Oh, I've seen big, tremendous change. <laughs> so I, how? I remember when you go up Martin Luther King and it ended. It was actually it was Highland at the time. Right. And right there, Cheyenne and Martin Luther King, Highland actually ended right there. Oh, there wow. There was no roads at all. It was just dirt. Just dirt. <laughs> just dirt, dirt right? Nothing Just at put all. up the warning sign and that's it. Yeah, it's the warning sign as far as you can go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turn back around. But the pig farm was back there. But the pig farm was way, way, way back well, there. Well, the pig farm, that it, was it wasn't a road that led from Martin Luther King, which is now Martin Luther King, Cheyenne. It wasn't a road that led over there to the pig, pig farm. You had mm. to go more so north of the um, freeway. Okay. And then somehow get off there because they didn't have all the exits that they have now. Oh, wow. Dang, so, I never thought about that. Yeah, they didn't have that. So he had to get off, like, on Cheyenne and then somehow work it down Losey, which is almost a dirt road. I was going to say it's going to yeah. turn into the agriculture road at some exactly. point. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. So yeah. I guess seeing the change over the years, what? Uh, how do you feel being a native now with all these um, implants? 
I feel very popular because everyone moved to my town. I ain't moved to their town. I know that. Okay. All right. So they moved to your town. Yeah, they moved to my town. They moved so to so your they town. They came where I was at. They came to where you I didn't have to go where they was at. <laughs> they, came, they came to where I've been you here for are. about 20 years. I can say that. You know? yeah. 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 They moved. Yeah. We we all moved to your as, as you tell me, you moved to my town. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. And I'm happy I did. But you, we got to understand why people move and, and, and things like that because you go back into the cowboy days. Everybody came west because of the gold. So right. everybody had to have a reason why they want to go to where they need to go or where they want to go. So Las Vegas, Nevada have been a great, tremendous asset to a lot of people's lives and have, have helped them grow their lives and their businesses right here. And they grow along with the city. As the city grew, you grew with the city. Yeah. It wasn't already established. You actually it. grew with it. All right. So... One business you have is the Barber College. I love coming in there and seeing just all the young people learning, I guess, because you love, I mean, you're, you're a master barber. So the fact that you were able to start the school, talk, talk to us about that, you know, about the school, what it means to you to have that school, um, to well, be an uh, instructor. The correct terminology is um, registered barber in the state of Nevada. A lot of people get it mixed up with okay. saying master barber. But actually on our license is registered barber. It's registered mm-hmm. barber. Yeah, okay. registered barber. So then, even if you're a regular barber, you're a registered barber? No, you're a regular barber. You're an apprentice barber. And then when you go back and retake the test after 18 months, and then you'll become a registered barber. So, okay, y'all, say we learned something. So yes. it's a regular barber, and then there's a registered... Regi- uh, apprentice barber. Apprentice, apprentice barber. Yes, and you're apprentice for 18 months under a registered barber. Under a registered barber. And you okay. cannot open up a shop. And once you do that, you go back and take the test. Once you pass the second test, you become a registered barber. And you're now allowed to open up your own shop. Now, let me ask, because hmm. barbershops, what is the importance of barbershops in the communities? The barbershop is really the cornerstone of the community. Okay. Though. I mean, hmm. I just had a, um, I met a guy last night and uh, he was telling me about my shop. And he's saying, he lived up, um, um, wow, wait, in, in Southern Highlands. He lived in Southern Highlands. Right. And he bring his son all the way over to my barbershop on Lake Mead and Martin Luther King. Mm. And he said his son loved it because he loved the atmosphere. Of is he said it, the the the, the barbershop atmosphere reminded him of the movie of barbershop. Okay, okay. So he got the he saw it on TV, but then his son actually got the experience in person, and then his son looked forward to going back. Like, hey, dad, when we're going back to the barbershop, they had they had some pretty good jokes and they had me laughing uh-uh. and everything. Uh-uh. Had a good time. I, I can only imagine. Stuff. Yes, I met some of your bar. I, I met some of the barbers <laughs> that work in some of your shops, and it's rated PG though. It's rated it's rated PG, <laughs> but it's good. But you want to know what though? It's a different way to look at life. Yes. It's an easy way to look at life. So mm. the name of the barbershops is Masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Where did you get the name? Why Masterpiece? Why Masterpiece? <clears throat> well, my first name was um, Fast and Fresh. I was going because I was cutting pretty fast and I always had to put out a fresh cut. Okay. Mm. So that was going to be my first name of my shop. And then I was sitting in front of Hair Unlimited, which is one of the heritage barbershop of the community. Um, on the window, it said Masterpiece. And I said, wow, I took a house that my grandfather built in the early 60s and converted into a barber shop. Right. <clears throat> so my father's legacy lived on. He built something for a reason. He built that house to live there, but not knowing that what it really was going to turn out to be. So I say I created a masterpiece for something that my grandfather had built years ago. And your grandfather's house was the house on Lake Mead. Yeah. The one that faces Lake Mead. That's the that's the that's masterpiece. That's the original masterpiece. That's the barbershop. oh okay the original masterpiece um, barbershop. Yeah. Okay, I love it. So you okay because your family's been here. You're like second third generation here. Yeah. I'm, well, my grandmother and grandfather moved here, but my mother and father was actually born and raised here. Mm. Oh wow. 
And my daddy is, what, 78 years old right now? So oh, wow. So he's been wow. here for 78 years. He's been here for 78 yeah, years. he got a couple more years on me. <laughs> just, just, just a couple years. Just a couple years. Just a couple yeah. years. But your family has been in that community for a very, very long time, have deep roots in that community. Oh, yes, most definitely. Well, my grandmother, the one I said had actually moved here, she was the first woman pastor in the state of Nevada. Oh, wow. wow. Yes. Oh wow! And the church, and the church, the church is still, still here. The church still here. Wow. Legacy lives on. So yeah. when are you gonna come pastor? <laughs> is that next? God, hey, God's still working on. God's still God. working on you. Yeah. God's still working on you. He tuning me up. He tuning. He tuning you up to get you ready. So <laughs> give me a couple of oil changes here. And there. <laughs> He's getting ready to multitask so you can do a sermon and cut hair at the same time. Hey, yeah. and, but that's what he does, though. Uh-huh. I mean, you have to watch him. I've been to the school. Um, okay. I come to the school to get my son's haircut, okay. and you have to watch him interact with the students mm-hmm. to really see the magic that's created right. in the barber in the barber school, and just his attention to detail, pushing them. Because of him, I now know what NRS governs my industry. Mm. Because he was in there quizzing them one day. They're talking, and he's quizzing them, and he's like, "You have to understand the Nevada Revised Statute." Right. that governs yep. what you're doing at all times. And the mm. student, you know, they were playing along with it. And then I said something. I don't know why I said something. <laughs> but he shot it back. Do you know which one governs yours? I was like, mm-mm. But I can tell you <laughs> that I can tell you I wrote it down. Uh, I know now it's 628. How about that? So I right. know I need to know. <laughs> okay. Right? I wrote it down. I said, because the next time he asks me, I'm going to make sure <laughs> yeah. I can answer the question. But yeah. what I love about being around Marcus is... Iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. yeah. in a mm-hmm. major way because he's when I I wake I'm like I don't know what Marcus is doing now he'll call me I'm like yeah okay he's doing something he, it never <laughs> ceases to amaze me because you, you got five projects going on at one time okay yes. all right because we got ma- the original masterpiece yes and then you have the projects I got going on no the no table no right no, no just the ones that's completed the barbershops oh. that are open. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the original Masterpiece right there on Lake Mead and Martin Luther King. Okay. And, and um, we call it the Chop Shop. So the reason why we call it original Masterpiece, that was the original Masterpiece. So it wasn't a theme to it, but I was one of the first ones to actually start setting themes to barbershop. Okay. Mm. And the second one was um, Masterpiece Chop Shop, where it was kind of more so like a garage setting and things. One, I was the first one that came out with the two boxes because then I considered us uh, the tools. I like cars, so I have two boxes for my tools that work on cars. So I'm a barber. I have tools in my toolbox to work to cut hair. So then was my tools. So where is that barbershop? That's Cheyenne and Martin Luther King. So on Cheyenne and Martin Luther King, if you are in the cars and stuff like that, that's the barbershop you want to go to. What's the next one? The next one is up on uh, Smoke Ranch and Rainbow. Okay. The Smoke Ranch and Rainbow is the one, uh, that's the Raiders edition. That's the one I did right before they announced it that the Raiders are going to come in because I know once the governor set a, um, set a special session for the law market. Yeah, I remember that special session. I remember that special session. He did that and I say, no way. He's not doing this for nothing. That was right before Christmas, too. He did that. Yep. Right I, in between Thanksgiving, I think, right before Thanksgiving. It was before Thanksgiving because, Thanksgiving. At the, you know, I, I work with a state legislator. Yeah. And, and, when, and when they call those special sessions, we got to do a whole bunch of stuff on our end because they can't collect money. They can't do this. Yes. We got to go to a blackout period. Um Okay, so then you made the third one, the Raiders. The Raiders edition, yeah. So it's all right. It's a whole bunch of Raiders paraphernalia. All right, I love it. I love it. So that's three. Is there another? And we got. Well, I had the one on Simmons and Lake Mead, and I shut that one down because I wanted to actually own some property and put another barbershop. I was tired of renting. Okay. I, I don't want to be a more, more so of a renter of a barbershop, so I went and bought, purchased some land where I actually can put another barbershop. So what, that would take the place of number three. So, so it's, it's the original chop shop. And the Raiders, Raiders. so that's three. 
the and fourth the one, the one, the fourth one is the one in the making. It's in the making now. Property. And when mm-hmm. I tell y'all, this one that's in the making yeah. gonna blow your mind. <laughs> it's yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I've, I've seen it. So yeah. I've been there, and where it's located, how it's located, um, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. This next one is gonna be amazing. Yeah. But not only that, one love, because yeah. he he said he loves cars mm. and motorcycles. So one love, you have the motorcycles and the car club, correct? Yes. All right. So let's talk about it. Why? Why one love? One love. Um. <laughs> Why one love? And, and it's so funny because you're gonna laugh at this because I just bought this jumper that has one love on it, and I, I was like, Lord have mercy. Why? <laughs> I was like, okay, it, but it was a pretty jumper. <laughs> you in the quick now? <laughs> it, I, I'm, well, I don't know if I'm in the click because you know y'all. It's a whole lot to get in them. You know, <laughs> you got a prospect. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet. But it had. But but it's one love. You and got to get in your fraternity. Uh, not your fraternity. Uh, I mean, my uh, sorority. Yeah, I, I corrected you. Uh, yeah, you correct me on that. Now. I, I just corrected myself. Yeah, uh-huh. I remember. No, you corrected I me. Did. I learned that. You. <laughs> yeah, sorority, real sorority. clear, right? But okay, so one love. Let's talk about why the name one love. The name one love came from my cousin, <laughs> and, and it came in a, a kind of negative way, but a positive way. We was part of another club that we wasn't satisfied with the way things was turning out, and okay. we said when I was in barber school, we said that we need to go on because we was trying to go take it to another level on the cars and actually um, invest a little bit more money to our cars and make them look more for more so beautiful than what they was instead of just throwing something together. So we had to separate ourselves from other individuals and make ourselves more superior. So when we did that, we said, well, hey, we need a name to go with it. And then um, my little cousin, Al Ben, he actually owned his barbershop, uh, Ace of Fade, over there on Martin Luther King and Alexander. That's a great He name. hit um, He hit the blunt. Uh, I don't even think it was a blunt at the time. It had to be a joint. And I wasn't smoking. With, uh, then the president of the club wasn't smoking. But he hit the joint and say, oh, man, <clears throat> one love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just that simple. Just that simple. We can't, one that, love. That's where the name came from. <laughs> I was going to say, it's already like a Bob Marley code. Yeah. It is. So I was <laughs> the, like, The Bob on. Marley and came out of him. Yeah. And you want to know what's so funny is <clears throat> the jumpsuit that I have, it's the, it's the red, the yellow, the green, yep, all in yep, the middle. It's, it's, yep. it's that one. It's, it's Bob Marley. There so All right. So one love. You got, I mean, but you guys, I've, I've been to some of your events. Very nice. Very respectful. Um, the food is amazing. Every time, you know, if y'all don't know, he can cook too. On top of that, but one love. Um, how long have you guys been around? We've been around one. Wow, one love been around. I think we're going on our thirty year anniversary. Wow. Um, no, we passed our thirty year. <clears throat> so we passed our thirty year anniversary. Oh man, we've been around for a while. Now um, the car club have been around, and then we formed. Uh, well, I founded the motorcycle club in '09. Okay. I founded two motorcycle clubs uh, during that time. I founded one club um, with Boss Hog. And okay. then um, we didn't like the way things were going there. And then we went back home to One Love. Okay. You know, so I founded One Love then after that. All right. So if you yeah. see the motorcycles, if you see the motorcycles around town and they got the One Love on the back, you hear the founder on the radio here this morning, Mr. Marcus Allen. Mr. Marcus Allen. So with the, with the Barber College, with the Barber College. What made you do the barber? I mean, and y'all, this is real life. So he has the barber shops and then, I mean, the barber school, because it's not a college, the barber school. Mm-hmm. Why the barber school? Well, the barber school came along because I had all the shops. So I had um, three shops at the time. Okay. And I realized as barbers was getting out of barber school <clears throat> and actually passing the test and becoming licensed barbers as apprentice working on a registered barber, which I was a registered barber at the time. 
that they still needed some more training, that they wasn't getting the proper training. I thought that they really had shit had got while they was in barber school. And I found them inside my shop and I'm actually giving them them this training they should have got from barber school that they had paid for. Okay. So I saw a lack in the industry that we need to get another barber school, or not the, another barber school, but just a barber school. Right. Not putting no barber school down because I'm not talking about the barber school that was first here in the state of Nevada. I was not the first barber school in the state of Nevada. I was actually the second barber school in the state of Nevada and I was the third barber instructor in the state of Nevada. Mm. So I'm not putting none of the barber schools or the barber structures down because most of the, the barbers who came into my shop came from out of town from other barber shops. I mean barber schools. Okay. So when I saw that the training needed, I said it's room for it. me to actually, instead of me opening up another barber shop, I wanted to go open up a barber school and spread my knowledge that I have learned over the years and my experience that I have learned over the years with the barbering profession to pass it on before I can leave a legacy behind with the <clears throat> techniques and the learning facility. I'm not well, not so much a learning facility, but all the things I had learned as over the years, being a barber for over 25 years, I learned a lot. And a lot of things have um, management of a barbershop. Okay. A lot of people can cut hair, but a lot of people can't teach on how to cut hair. Okay. A lot of people can cut hair, but a lot of people ain't no barbershop owner. They think after they cut so many heads that they now they're ready to be a barbershop owner. Totally or they want to sit up there and say, I cut so many heads, I'm ready to teach this craft. And right. it's different from cutting hair and actually teaching this right here. Right. Okay. It's different from cutting hair and actually managing the shop. Got it. Okay. So how do you like, I mean, because you get a lot of students that come through there. Yes, I have multiple students. I done graduated, um, I didn't put over 3,000 students into the uh, workforce in wow. the state of Nevada. Over the eight years I have been there now, yeah, eight years. No, more than eight years, nine sizes. years now. How big your class sizes? The class that? size range from sixty to uh, forty to sixty. Okay. Um, sometimes we had almost to hundred at one time. Oh wow! Yes. Yeah, okay. no, that's huge. That's right. Yeah. That's I was huge. gonna say, yeah. So we have day and night classes. So, okay. You know, so we divide. I was not like, all man, one time. like I'm just trying to think of how you're organizing all this. But no, he. Uh, but you got to. But you got to hear how he organized it though, because yeah. because the day students wear what color. The day students wear the blue smiles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the nice students. Wear the red smiles. So he can tell if you're a day or nice student. Okay. Yeah, we don't want nobody okay. lacking around. We don't want nobody lacking. Right. No. Okay. And, but let's, okay, but let's delve in deep. If if someone is interested in being a bar, one, that they want to cut hair, what are the qualifications even to be, to, to register for the school? For the 10 barber school in the state of Nevada, you, have, you only have to be 16 and a half years old. Okay. First of all. But you have to have a GED, GED or something equivalent to a high school diploma. So that puts you right back up to 18. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Unless somebody goes and, and they want to yeah, get that GED. Out. They test out. Yeah, okay. They test okay. out. They're able to start barber school at 16 and a half. Um, pretty much that's it. That's the qualification. A valid ID, GED, high school diploma. Nevada ID. So here he said. A valid. A valid. A val- valid oh, you valid, said valid. You said valid. Nevada. It have to be Nevada. Okay. So a valid, mm. a valid ID. Yes. And a high school diploma or equivalent. Yeah. So high school diploma, GED. And 16 and a half years old. 16 and a half years old. And that's it. That's it. And then you just, well, what's the contact number for the, for the, for the, the school? The contact number for the school is 702-438-2887. You'll be talking to Miss Joy. Do it again. 702-438-2887. One more time. <laughs> 702-438-2887. Because you're saying it so, because you, uh, okay, you, uh, you uh, running uh, through uh, it. My, my radio, I mean, we. <laughs> We're on the radio. Seven, We're moving fast, right? 702 <laughs> Four three eight two eight eight seven. I okay. thought he was about to start singing it. You know, he might as well sing it, right? Because it's Masterpiece Barber School, yes. right? Yes. Masterpiece Barber School. Mm. What I love is it's, cons- it's, it's consistency because mm. it's the Masterpiece Barber Shops, the Masterpiece Barber School. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that you're interested in, 
it's a it's a it's a healthy environment. It's actually a cool environment. I was gonna say it sounds cool. It is. Yeah. It is because he has the classroom set up on one side, and then he has um, the barber chairs. You know, they're actually in there cutting hairs. They're yeah, they're, yeah. they're actually cutting hairs while they're um while they're um learning. Mm-hmm. Um, my son goes there every other week and gets his haircut. Yeah, and I've seen him come in with you every now and again. He always has a good haircut. He always has, a, you know, because and it's so funny because I've seen students, you know, fumbling over a head. <laughs> and I've, you know, and I've, but I've seen him. He's aware uh-huh. and able to step in and say, "Nope, this is a teaching moment. Uh-huh. Let me show you what you've done, what you can improve on, mm-hmm. and let's grow from it." Yeah, and the haircuts are a lot less expensive. I bet too. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot less affordable. Expensive. They're I affordable. Was just affordable. Yeah, they're yeah, affordable. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, they're are, not cheap. They're affordable. They are affordable. They are affordable. Um, anything you want to share? What has been your biggest inspiration? Because you, I mean, you're doing a lot of stuff. You got the barber college, the barber school, the barber shops. You have the car club. Um, you, you got some other projects going on. What inspires you? How do you do all of this? And it's just you. Well, like I said, I'm a native of Las Vegas, and I grew up in. Um, West Las Vegas. So during the time I grew up, um, I ran across some very negative paths of mine. I mean, it's like I was helping destroy my community. Mm-hmm. So now I spend the rest of my life is help building my community, putting it back brick by brick that I tore down brick by brick by years ago. So I have to invest into myself first. It says that when you get on the plane, put the mask, I should mask on yourself first right, before you go it. assist someone right, else. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's not being stingy or tight or being uh, self-centered. That's more so securing yourself before you go help someone because you can help them better when you're more secure. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Well, I can tell you, um, Marcus and I have been um, friends now for over a year. Maybe, maybe over a, a year. A couple of years now. It's huh? a couple of years now. Yeah, a couple of years now. Um, and our first interaction wasn't wasn't pleasant. Oh, no. <laughs> it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But he was standing on the um, what he thought. You My know, principles. His principles. Oh, My principles. Okay. His principles. <laughs> that's Barbara, you, that's, should, that's 643. NRS. That's 643. Yeah. That, that NRS 643. Yeah. And I invited him into my office. I said, mm. you want to know what? Let's talk about it. Okay. And let's, and let's, I was working as a um, liaison for a state senator. Okay. And we sat down and we talked. We actually talked for about three hours that day. Oh, yes. And he, we got to laughing and joking. And I realized that he just, I mean, he wanted to understand mm-hmm. and needed to understand the changes that were impacting mm-hmm. his industry. Oh, I see. Understood. Impacting his industry. And he is one of those that... When legislative session is going on, yeah. if they put six four three, he is on the he's phone. Paying he, attention. Oh, yeah. I'm all, there. He's, he's on. No, I'm no, on the plane. He's on the plane. He's there. there. Uh-huh. What day is this coming forward? Who? When? When right. is it going in committee? Yeah. When is it going yeah. to the floor? Yep. Who's voting on it? Yep. How do I need to move? Who do I need to talk to? Do mm-hmm. I need to write something? And what I can say is, in voting, because I know this year we're going to be voting. I mean, we're voting this year. Yes. I'm not going to ask you where where you stand, but I am going to say, are you pushing the students to register to vote? Almost. Oh, <clears throat> One thing about that, um, politics and NRS codes and state laws and what rules, the rules and regulations that regulates the barbering, I always keep, that's the number one thing I teach my barbers because I don't want my barbers, not my, just my barbers, but my students. I want to teach them that because once they get into the shop, they need to know what harms or hurt or helps their business mm. through a law. A law can simply change and hurt uh, their business. Change everything. So right. them, I don't want them to get lost and say, oh, I'm just a barber, I'm just in a shop, I don't care nothing about that. No, I take them to the state building. I take them to the state meetings over there and this is a field trip. 
Yeah. Because yeah. I want them to understand how it worked because they it never is. knew the building was actually yeah. there. They didn't pass by it a hundred times. They didn't know what didn't it was know there what for. It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they enjoyed every bit. Every day they learned something. They actually yeah. get the firsthand experience on how laws has come, how it come a bill, how it become a law, how it changed. You're how giving them the schoolhouse rock, you know. But it is, though, right? Because you people don't know. You got to do a BDR first. And after you do a BDR, it has to go before the committee and then mm-hmm. the committee has to pass it before it goes to the floor then it has to go mm-hmm. I mean it's a whole it's, a whole it's not just it start you know yeah. I said it today it's a law tomorrow it's a mm-hmm. process yep. and they have to send out notice so what I can say is Marcus I want to thank you because every time I call you to do anything you always show up I want to thank you for every time I call you you'd be right there on the yeah, spot you, I, on the spot because I and, and he hit me all the time because and, and I know it's something. He'd be like, hey, honey. I'd be like, yo, huh? what you need? <laughs> what you need? What's going on? I know on? that tone of voice. Yeah, how can, how can I help you today? But I want to thank you. I appreciate you. You've been listening to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. I am Leah Crawford. Um, my co-host today is Mr. Wesley Knights. Hey, Wes. Hey, yo. All right. So thank you. We will talk to you next week on the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. Peace and blessings, Las Vegas. Peace. Thank you.